0: So here we are. Never thought we'd make it this far. But this is Clagato Veteran Podcast Episode 21. It's uh, gotta be a momentous day for the Clagato Veteran Podcast because it was one heck of a struggle. Almost took a whole year just to do 22 episodes. But um, after this, we got one more episode and let's go start Season 2. But for today's episode, uh, for Episode 21... (laughs) I'm going to be solo again, and this one, I'll be talking about the quantum field. That's going to be the first subject. And then the second subject will be saving endangered species. Number three would be prophecies and changes. Number four is going to be weaponizing feelings and emotions. And finally, subject number five is going to be the lightning way. And once again, I am Mateo Native Ravager, the host of Clagato Veteran Podcast. And just so the loyal listeners know what what the plan is with this podcast, is everything that has happened with the 2020 coronavirus stuff, hopefully this provides like a a guide For for any other future craziness that the government decides to throw in there, and then hopefully this is kind of also documented as far as that goes. But mostly, I just wanted to use this the next four years of the the next um, presidential United States presidential election to kind of reflect back. Yeah, excuse me, to reflect back on these moments and all these subjects that we're talking about and kind of like see how it fits into a new schedule, which um, according to some people who are investors and they watch uh, like, I don't know, like the gold and silver market, the the financial resetting, they said it's been done, oh boy, what was like 400 times, 400 and something times. Anyways, so that's the main purpose that I'm trying to follow now that you know, we're getting close to that milestone of, of fin- completing one season. And season two, as I've said before, it'll be more, um, I'll have more references as far as what I'm trying to say, and that way people will will understand what it is I'm trying to do and, and all that. And So basically, all this is just preparing for the next presidential election. If everything goes fine, then hopefully we, we will have at least uh, five seasons completed And then, you know, hopefully I could pass the torch over to some other new veteran that can take over the Clagato Veteran Podcast, or just go ahead and just say, all right, you know, we're done. This is going to be it. This is going to be the the five seasons. If we can take it longer, that's fine. But, you know, there's only only so much I can do if I don't get enough help. But anyways, so now that that has been set in stone, that has been said, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. Let's get started. So here we go, topic number one for episode 21. I will try to keep these around the 15-minute marker, I don't really want to talk too much or too little, but hopefully 15 minutes is just good enough for me since um, I'm going at this alone, but when I have an extra guest, I want them to feel comfortable that, that their inputs and their insights have been included, so that's why sometimes it takes about 20 minutes or 25 minutes, but... Anyways, so what I wanted to talk about was the quantum field, and the basically the the energy the planet experiences is you know it's just as powerful as as can be, and we have the ability to literally shift the planet and um you know it it kind of seems like it's a new evolutionary process because of last year when the government spread fear, you know, everybody's fear uh, was, was so heightened that I believe it did kind of um, shift the planet because of, you know, the quantum field, what makes um, the Earth alive, what makes it move. And and everything that entails that is why I was thinking that, you know, it's this would be a good um, subject to talk about. And it's like a uh, like i said a new evolutionary process um you know human mm, let's see how am I, how was i going to say this human behavior has to change i mean human behavior does change that's why all that happens um so i'm not too much of a um a quantum physics guy but um i do know that the um the science that uh, recognizes the consciousness is creating our life experience through our minds, uh, and when we do that, we like manifest. We 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 make up a reality, and since yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> mostly last year, in the past couple of months, there was a collective reality where uh, the collective consciousness of everybody that was. Um, that was pretty much um, uh, you know, afraid of the virus and afraid of getting you know getting getting sick and, and spreading it and like that. that. was that was collective. So I'm talking about that group. But the other group that was more about, you know, this is a hoax and um, you know, this is this is just uh, the government doing all that stuff, you know so I'm not talking about that group. I'm talking about the group that was like afraid. And according to, you know, what I hear off of the news, because I can't really trust these guys anymore, 70% of Americans have gotten vaccinated. So I, I know, like, most of that isn't, like, everybody else scared. Some of them, they had to get vaccinated, like Navo Pedro, in order to get a job. So that's where, you know, the dynamics, the changes have happened. And um, so it's not really so much about um, the fear of, well, I guess it is fear that—that's where it's a collective. Um, I guess a collective consciousness. That's what I was trying to say, where everybody's kind of like, you know, as long as one family is afraid, then another is afraid, then a the community is afraid, the, the block is afraid, the city's afraid, the village is—you know—all that stuff. The community, basically. And um, there's a a probe that reads outside the um, the head and i wrote this down so this time i won't <laughs> butcher it it's called a magnetic syn uh enceph encephalogram ah, magnetic oh magneto magneto encephalogram. there we go magnetoencephalogram <sighs> excuse me um and that uh kind of reads like the outside energies of the mind so that's how these guys you know are basing this off of you know Electroencephalogram, you know that's another funny word. That's EEG, elect- electroencephalogram, and MEG, meg, magnetic encephalogram, or magnetoencephalogram. Anyways, so that probe it reads outside the mind, and um, and you know they they discovered that our thoughts are not contained in our heads, our thoughts are broadcast, you know. Uh, our brains are tuning forks, so that's what that thing is reading, and that's how they're. That's why I'm saying, you know, this is this was really interesting to me when I when I discovered or when I learned about this, and um, you know that quantum magnetic field, ah, quantum magnetic field, has um, you know these these properties, these auras that you know, if you had the, well, I wish we could all see it. I wish we could all, you know, experience what what it is these uh, scientists are doing. But uh, basically what what they're trying to say is since the world runs on an electric magnetic field, we all use our brains to alter and change the way things are happening. And that kind of, I think that's what these um, elder medicine men, they were trying to teach us that, but they did not have, you know, the science or the the high-class terminology to explain it. So that's why, through songs, prayers, and stories, they, you know, did their best to interpret. That's the way I'm understanding this now. And so they were already so far ahead of what we know now that, you know, they... I wish they were around to kind of see what it what was their vision that they saw, like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I was talking about. You know, this is the... Uh, the the energy field, basically. And some people would say the Force, which is, you know, pretty cool. Uh, you know, Star Wars geek over here. But at the same time, they turned it into the Matrix, which also blows my mind because I'm a Matrix geek over here too. So I, I like all that, you know, and, you know, questioning reality and stuff like that and so on and so forth. So we do know that um, the Earth has, uh, like, ley lines and there's grids all around the earth and wherever you'd find like temples and those things called obelisks where it's just like one big piece of uh, stone that's got like all these carvings in there. And that's where I was saying a few um, in the earlier episodes that the um, those were also like tuning forks. They were also like antennas. So there's no way that we humans nowadays, with all the advancements we got, with all the fancy little cell phones, there's no way we could create that, all that stuff, and create our own little palace and dedicate it to some, you know, some entity, some that, you know, nobody really knows about. and Or gods, as some people would see it. And, um, you know, we're just not that advanced. But somehow, back in the day, our, you know... Our ancestors—they were—they were pretty smart. They knew all that, just like Chaco Canyon. What Navo Pedro was talking about, how they—they um, they had everything uh, set up in all four directions. But, anyways, um, so what I'm—I guess what I'm trying to also say is, um, the more people share a common thought, the more power the vibrations is given, and the power of the vibration determines the unfoldment of life on this planet and how many people are sharing this belief system and wouldn't you know native americans you know we're the ones in tune with nature for the most part that's how we are represented in modern day society oh you know that like when i was in the army this guy this black guy he was like uh we were doing like this field training course where where we were supposed to find um coordinates we're going to go out into the woods so there was a really good possibility you'd get lost, but you really wouldn't, you know, um, unless you were that stupid and you kept walking, walk off a cliff or something. But this black guy was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna pair up with him. He's an Indian. Indians never get lost. And I was like, wow, really? I mean, I didn't take it as, like, disrespect or anything. I was just like, wow, that's how you view me? I was like, really? Me? <laughs> I was like, well, I never thought I'd ever get myself lost, but... Excuse me again. Um, but basically, that's where... Uh, I'm trying to say that, you know, Native Americans, you know, you know, I guess secretly we share that belief system that, um, that our vibrations determine life on this planet, and um, and that's where, like I said, ceremonies and all that come in handy. But um, uh, but last year the way. I guess the majority of the population of the U.S., especially the Navajo Nation, they just, they just lost it. They just basically lost their shit, you know. And so, like, when you're putting your thoughts into a vision, you know, of a world of healthy and, and happiness, and you want that world to evolve into a beautiful community, so mm, basically if you're thinking of, like, a, a happy garden, <laughs> um, you know, we could... We could collectively, you know, broadcast our thoughts of these, these happinesses and, um, and, and healthiness when we think of them. So, if we, if we could do that again, you know, that would be awesome. The, um, the, the number of individuals that have that thought, um, we, you know, will pretty much be able to, to make a change in our evolution. And like, as I've already said, you know, our, our, our heads have gotten a little bit bigger, our eyeballs have gotten a little bit bigger, our body structures a little bit. It's changed to the point where I've always wondered this question, and this is a pretty good topic for maybe season two is, um, who is more healthier, um, us nowadays, because we have so much advancements in medicine and and science and, um, and everything that we do we take is like, you know, like in a pharmaceutical way, but we do have healthcare compared to our ancestors. Let's say the the first couple of hundred years, they started moving around because in a way they were like, well, well, let's call them cavemen for now. They were stronger, uh, apparent you know, that's obvious, man. Like I've said before, I'd probably get my ass kicked if I went up to, against one of our caveman ancestors and excuse me. And then thinking that, just because I'm bigger than them, I could whoop their ass, but, uh, you know, I'd probably get the, the shock and surprise of my life if they could pick me up and throw me around and stuff like that. And I'd be like, Whoa, damn. And, um, but those guys, they relied on a diet full of like real natural herbs and, uh, like protein, you know, they pretty much ate raw flesh until whoever brought in, you know, uh, fire and, you know, changed the course of that. But, that, that's a, like I said, that season two might seem pretty good. I'll, I'll try to write those down so I don't forget. But, so for the most part, what I'm trying to say is that um, that's that's our mental evolution. We're, we're changing things. And the reason why I say that is because you look at the negativity of last year. You know, everybody was living in fear. They were scared. Um, I picked up hitchhikers, like I said, because I wanted to show people that and I wanted to document and have proof that I did do this, not because I was trying to be right, and not because I was, you know, just a dumbass and just taking risks with my life. But I just wanted to show that, you know, we can't always be afraid of everything, and that's what the point of Glagato Paranormal Cryptoids on Facebook, you know, that that page I created. That's what that's about. It's like how much fear can you take? I mean you know you're going to be scared of everything because if you are you're never going to evolve you will do like I'm thinking you would do like a backwards evolution where you would always be scared and you know when children are born you know they when they as they grow up they look up to the parents and everybody knows this you know and if they don't have parents they got really got no one but they will find a figure that will that they will inspire to or they will kind of like um you know, take lessons off of that person and just kind of, you know, find out who, discover who they are as they get older. You know, and that's why I was um, looking at. You know, I'm trying to use kids as an example uh, that they um, that they are if they're if they are being I don't want to say trained, <laughs> but if they're being shown this by the parents to always be scared, where where are they going to evolve to? They, you know, they might not even evolve at all. They might just start backing down and be scared. Or, they might get scared so much that they become violent. And then they have, like, outbursts. Now, I don't know how true that is. I'm not a psychologist. But these are just the things I think of. And, you know, and hopefully whoever's listening to this podcast will provide an answer, you know. And, but anyways, so your thinking isn't just a byproduct of what's going on. Your thinking is an active agent um, engaging in change on this planet. So everything we're doing has a reason. So I guess what I'm trying to say is um, we must have new thoughts of fear from the COVID virus and because it's distorting who we are and it's basically it created a bigger problem uh, with the fear and you know, it, the times that we're living in, why are we so freaking afraid, you know, it's, it's basically times to change that, but, um, the thoughts of healthy, um, of health and, and, harmony and love and all that, we need to, you know, create a better world by having better thoughts, and, if, if we, if we manifest, if we make up the fear, um, health happiness and love that 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 we're that this world was pretty much built on by our ancestors it you know it's just going to be um it's just going to be demonstrating that we're not as strong as we are as you know as we try to pretend that we are or that we try to be um but when we if we all start thinking positive basically is what i'm trying to say um well I, I you know it will actually change the electromagnetic field of the earth which basically has given shape to our reality here and that's why we have our ceremonies and that's why i say balance and harmony because how could a medicine man talk about physical reality how could he talk about the matrix how could he talk about the force those are so simplified but you also got to remember the filmmakers who did that and who you know that's a lot of writing a lot of research Maybe a lot of self-reflecting, that's why it works out so good. But anyways, um, it goes into a lot of research. So, it's basically scientifically reality that we need to take our time to focus on our thoughts. And like I said, health, harmony, compassion, gratitude, and basically a beautiful garden. And collectively, you know, we will make those gardens a reality. And so that's pretty much the whole point of why... I do what I do, and hopefully it will change, you know, the course of um, everyone's fear, and if it does, awesome. Okay, so that's the electromagnetic field. I went over two more minutes than I actually wanted to, but, you know, that's cool. All right, now to, ah, excuse me. Now it's time to jump into our second subject.